The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here again with wonderful Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And, you know, Daphne, I know you're like an information post extraordinaire that our families can pretty much call you about any step they're in, which is so important. Um, And this hour, we're talking about should mom or dad move in um, with maybe an adult child? And there's a lot of factors to consider, and certainly we're talking about those today. And Daphne, um, thank you so much for so much wisdom that you have um, regarding this topic, because it's certainly something that comes up with me um, so often, for sure. Yeah, it, it's a, a com- common conversation I have with, mm-hmm. I would say, at least 50% of our families. I mean, some situations mm-hmm. are critical, care is too high, et cetera, so it doesn't work. But right now, during this COVID time, when we want to have access to visitation, something so simple as seeing our parents, it's a real mm-hmm. option for people to consider having their, their loved one live with them in their home. Um, one of the yes. things that we need to consider about are the expenses of that. And mm-hmm. what psychologically will help your parents feel like they're contributing? I mean, it might be something that you've never thought about. Um, mm-hmm. All of us need to feel like we're carrying our own weight and we're purposeful. We're contributing to our society, contributing to our family structure. And so we want to be mm-hmm. sure not to take that away. So when you're considering having a family member move into your home, remember their purposefulness also, that they need to feel like they're contributing financially, emotionally, um, that they're productive. And so those are conversations that we should have. And, and I know sometimes they're, it's a difficult conversation. I, I think it's helpful to have a third party that you trust be involved in that conversation to kind of take the the syndrome of the elephant in the room down um, to, to right. alleviate that a little bit. I know many conversations that I have with families, particularly with children after a conversation with my dad was so open with you. Thank you for having that conversation about money. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I hear a lot. So don't mm-hmm. worry about you not being effective in the conversation or we'll never get information from my mom and dad. It does happen. Yeah, some of the things that you can consider is um, there are programs that you can get paid to be a caregiver. These are usually for um, people who have um, a limited estate and may uh, qualify for Medicaid. So that's one Mm -hmm. thing that you can do through the state. Sometimes personal estates, and this happened in my, my dad's family, the estate of my grandparents paid for my aunt to be the caregiver. And so there's situations yes. that you can look at um, with your family to try and figure out how do we make this equitable. Um, again, mm-hmm. this is where every family story is different. Um, mm-hmm. There's also, and, you know, talk to your tax advisor, but there are some tax deductions for being a caregiver or for being the primary person of financial responsibility for a loved one, for your parents. Um, and so your tax advisor can help you with those kinds of things. It might be that the finances aren't a big deal at all. You know, maybe your your house True. is, you know, paid for or your mortgage is just fine. Um, this isn't a big burden at all. And and you can communicate that. Just say, this is not a problem. I'm just thrilled to have right. you here, Dad, you know, whatever it is. But at the same time, 
If he says, no, 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 your water bill's going up, electricity, I'm spending more money on keeping your heat higher, let him pay you the 100 bucks a month or whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Those are okay things because his dignity needs to be upheld. Right. Um, there's, There's also, you know, sometimes it might be a situation, and this is happening a lot, where the family caregivers are young enough that they still have children in the home. Um, or they're having full-time jobs. And so there are situations where if the care is such that you have to be with them, you know, all the time with the, your loved ones, that you might have to stop your job. And maybe the family estate can make up for that loss of income. There's lots of ways of having things work out financially. Yes. I also want to talk about this, though. In the financial picture, sometimes we think having mom or dad come into my home is going to save them money. And the actual outlay of dollars, you are exactly right. And depending upon the situation for your story, it may be the best way to do it financially. But if there is a situation where you're having to have in-home care supplement the financial, uh, excuse me, in-home care supplement the caregiving, you may be whittling away their estate in such a way that if they need 24-hour, seven days a week outside the home care, that they don't have enough money to do that. Right. And so that's part of what Pinnacle Advisors can help you figure out. We're not financial advisors. We're not tax people. We're just real people who know the reality of the, when the road meets the rubber, this is reality. Sure. And so we can have that conversation that says, you know, dad's got um, Parkinson's and he's kind of midway in the process. His body is a little bit cooperative. Some signs of some Lewy body dementia coming on. That's when mm-hmm. we should probably look at outside of the home care. Right. Um, to right. maximize the buying power of your dollar. So mm-hmm. lots of things go into this decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I always look at just the practicality of not only do you have to think of the financial aspects of what we are today, but if, you know, if dad progresses, let's say in, you know, whatever it might be, heart condition or something like that, where, you know, he'll need more care or different types of circumstances. Can your home sustain that? And is it good for him in, in the long picture? And, and, you know, the more, more, um, you know, care someone needs, the harder it is for them to adjust to a new environment. Wouldn't you say that that's possibly true? Yes. Yeah, it is. And this is, you know, brings up a little bit of the story and I don't mean to be trite about this, but, you know, mm-hmm. if I had to choose between my mind going or my body failing me, which one would I want? Neither one are a good option. But you definitely right. have that aspect that comes into play in terms of how do you help the person needing the care mm-hmm. have a quality of life with as few interruptions in their mm-hmm. life as possible. And if there's um, cognition challenges are part of their care plan or part of their disease process, um, you really do need to look at that because it's a gift to give someone the opportunity to adjust to a new environment when their mind can still process that adjustment. 
Right. And to wait right. until someone can't process it is is really a disservice. Um, and, yeah. and because everything is more fearful. So again, I think what we're getting to, Suzanne, today, and you know, we have more things to talk about, but what we're getting to is having a third person helping you walk through all this information. Obviously, I'm going to say is invaluable. <laughs> I mean, it's like, why would yeah. you not? Because our services are free to help you. And so at Pinnacle, we ask these questions gently. We help walk through scenarios of, you know, maybe there's differing opinions amongst the siblings about what should happen with mom and dad. Let us help yeah. you have that conversation. Right, right. And and to think also just about the whole aspect of, you know, how can you plan it out? I think a lot of times, you know, we, we're so reactive as species, that, you know, human species, we think, oh, well, um, I can just move dad in with me for now, for now. Or this is going to happen, and then for now becomes uh, a year from now, and all of a sudden, Dad can't do stairs anymore, and you're in a situation where bathroom's upstairs. You don't have the proper bathing downstairs in the main living area. Um, there's all different types mm-hmm. of, you know, considerations that have will have to go into that. Um, wouldn't you? I mean, that I think is where you can help guide families the most is to have that long term idea of is this the right decision over the long term right part of that let's talk about the psychology of that so dad has been with you and you know his mind is good mom's mind is good they're both there together and it's a year later and now both of them have declined let's say in terms of their Mm -hmm. physical abilities and Mm -hmm. any one of the scenarios you painted has come to fruition how would you Mm -hmm. feel if you're loved one, your daughter comes to you and says, mom, and, and I'm paraphrasing this because you wouldn't say it this, this hard, but mom, I, I can't give the care that you need anymore. And we have to have you move. Just let that turn your heart for a minute. It mm-hmm. is. It's like, I, I'm sorry. This is, you know, the loved one. I'm sorry. My body's not cooperating. I'm sorry that my, you know, excuse me, but my bladder's not holding urine like it used to. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. But but I'm human and now you're going to put me out. I mean, think about that. Or I yeah. deteriorated so far that I have to go to some place to die now. Yeah. Those things. Yeah. And, and not everybody feels those things, but sometimes those emotions come up and that's where we have to really think about your unique story. Is it better to go to the, the place, the adult family home, the assisted living from their house so they keep their dignity and don't have to go through that feeling of less than some personalities. My mom's personality wouldn't care less about that. And so she's in my house. She, I mean, she's going to be just pragmatic bottom line. This is reality. Move on. Yes. So So we have one more thing to think about. We have one more segment left. So before we go to there, Daphne, how do our families reach you? So the best way right now is to get more information at our website, which is PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. And that's P-I-N-N-A-C-L-E, Senior Placements with an S dot com. Or you can reach us at 855-734-1500. 
And everyone, Daphne will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.